Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Former NFL quarterback Steve Berline joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. How are you, Steve? Hey, I'm doing great. Doing great. How about you guys? Good. Appreciate your coming on board. Where were you when you heard that Andrew Luck was retiring at the age of 29? What was the first thing you thought of? Well, I, I, I couldn't believe it, obviously, like like most people. Um, you know, I, I was actually up visiting my son up in Santa Barbara. He goes to UC Santa Barbara, and I was with my daughter, and I read uh, Adam Schefter's tweet, and I, I was like, uh, there's no, there's absolutely no way this can be accurate. They, they just can't be. Um, you know, the timing and uh, just the magnitude of, of a decision of a player of of uh, of his relevance, um, it just it just doesn't make any sense. But then you found out, uh, checked, and made sure it was an actual uh, tweet by Schechter, not a phony account. And you go, oh man, it's right, real, right. and he is stepping away from the National Football League. Now you retired uh, at age thirty nine, uh, got hurt the previous season, ended the year on the injury list. I know that last game against the Vikings was a tough one for you because you weren't playing well and you got hurt. And the Broncos wanted you back the following season. What helped you make your decision to retire when you walked away from the game? Well, well, my decision was completely different than than that. Um, you know, I was definitely uh, toward the end of my career. I, as you said, I played 17 years. Um, I, I, I had no doubt that I was, that was going to be my last year, um, that, that, uh, the year that I retired after, uh, my, my pinky injury that was shattered, uh, ended it before the season ended, but I knew that was going to be my last season going into that season. Uh, in fact, I had thought about retiring after the year before. So, and I was, you know, I was not, uh, the, the starter for that franchise. I started several games over my three years there, uh, but I was not the franchise QB for the Denver Broncos, and so it didn't have nearly the significance or relevance of, of Andrew's decision, and, and I wasn't in the prime of my career, and I, I wasn't a guy that a franchise had been hanging all their hopes on and, and had their hopes riding on for the next five to ten years. Certainly, so it was a, complete, a completely different situation, and uh, one that I, I it just doesn't make any sense to me, and, and I'm a huge Andrew Luck fan. Trust me, I've never said anything negative about Andrew Luck. I don't think over the course of his whole career, but I came out today and, and tweeted that, that you can't defend this decision. Uh, in my opinion, it, it's not defensible. It's not justifiable. I don't care where he is mentally. Um, I don't care where he is um, physically. Uh, it's a lower leg injury that's going to heal. Uh, you, 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 you announce your retirement two weeks before the, the open, less than two weeks before the home opener or the, the season opener, and and your teammates and everybody in the organization, the city, the NFL in general is counting on you to come back and give it a shot. And what really baffles me about it is that he says he thought about it for 10 days as though that's a long time 
to think about it. To me, that's that's not nearly enough time to think about a decision of that magnitude. I think I think what he should have done in this situation was, hey, put, coach, I need some time to get my head right. Put me back on the IR. Let me get to, let me get a few weeks away to clear my head. Let's see if this thing heals with me just letting it rest for a little bit. I'll come back in three or four weeks. We'll try and get ready for the second half of the season, and we'll see if we can make a run at this. Because that team is built to run the table, right? Not really run the table, but it's built to, to make a run at the Super Bowl this year with him as quarterback. And if Jacoby Brissett can just go 4-4 four and for the first half of the season, they're in perfect shape to get into the playoffs hot and, and make a run with Andrew Luck healthy and back at it again. I just I cannot understand why he would let everybody down like that at this point. But to be a quarterback in the National Football League and your point of your situation and his situation being totally different is certainly uh, right on. You have to be mentally prepared. You have to be up to the mental challenge. If he doesn't believe he's up to the mental challenge, should he risk it for himself? Should he even risk it for the Colts? Well, my my point is if you feel that way right now, you don't make a decision after thinking about it for 10 days. And especially when you're going into the season, you don't eliminate yourself from the equation like that. You say, Coach, I'm not where I need to be. I need to get some time away. My, my, my foot or my calf, whatever it is, is not feeling right. I'm not ready to play, obviously, physically. And I'm really just kind of burnt out all this rehab stuff and everything else. I, I need some time. And I'm, I'm not going to be ready for the opener. So just put me on IR. Let me get my head right. Let's see if I can come back and help make a run the second half of the season. I don't want to let my teammates down. I don't want to let this organization down. I don't want to let this city down. I don't want to let the NFL down. And by making the decision that he did, I think he's letting down all those people. And you're going to see a lot of people saying nice things, but I guarantee you they are devastated inside that locker room and inside that building because you can't replace Andrew Luck. And if they had time during the offseason to maybe try and work a trade, that's fine. I think Andrew Luck should have made the decision to get through this year, and then at the end of the year, if he still feels that way, walk away from it, give him a chance to draft the quarterback or make a move. You don't do it going into the season with this kind of hopes riding on your shoulders. What kind of a quarterback do you think they could have gotten their hands on if he had made this decision? You're right, he just couldn't come back and he retired in, uh, let's set it, in March prior to the draft. Would they have moved up to take a quarterback in the draft? There was no real big-name free agent quarterback. I think Jacoby Brissett would be the quarterback of the, the Colts anyway. Well, maybe so. Well, who knows? But at least they, they have time to prepare for that during the offseason. They have time to decide if they want to draft somebody, if they want to make a trade for uh, a Rosen, or if they want to make a trade, try to work a trade for Eli Manning. For who, I mean, who knows what could have been done? We, we've seen bombshell trades uh, happen every single year, and, and, you know, you can find ways to make up. I don't know if you ever make up for a loss of a guy like Andrew Luck, but you can at least put a plan together if it happens back in March or even April, even even after the draft. I mean, you could still find a way to put a plan in place to at least get yourself and your team mentally ready to accept the fact that your franchise guy, the guy that you're all counting on so heavily, is not going to be playing this year. Steve Berline, our guest here on CBS Sports uh, Radio. Uh, the details have come out that he had a ongoing conversation with the Colts over the last week or so, several days certainly, 
uh, and they came to an agreement in the position that he wanted to step away. The Colts could have tried to claw back some of his bonus money, uh, including $12 million this year and $12 million previously. They decided not to. Um, I understand that if they went after the money, there'd be a portion of the Colts fans that would say, uh, well, that's really, uh, Mr. Ursay needs the money more than Andrew Luck. It could PR-wise play badly. They decided to let Luck keep his money. How much of that do you believe is because they think that it could come to something like you're describing, that at some point after he gets some rest and uh, gets his head uh, cleared a little bit, that Andrew Luck says, you know, I really miss football, and I want to come back, and I want to be the quarterback of the Colts. Well, I think, number one, that is a, that, that is a possibility. I, I truly hope that is the case because, I, as I said, I'm a huge fan, and I think he's got a lot of football left in him uh, if he can get his head right. Uh, but first off, as far as the money goes, the Colts are saying that right now. I, I guarantee you that if, if this ends up being a permanent decision, uh, it's, it's kind of like what happened with the Denver Broncos with Jake Plummer a few years back. Uh, they're they're going to go after that money. They're, they're not going to just let the guy walk with that kind of money, no matter how much they love him. They're not going to let him walk with, with $12 million that, that could go uh, you know back into the, the Colts fund, whatever you want to call it. Um, it, it well, it's the it's owner's pocket. Let's call it what it is. They're, they're not getting yeah, salary it, cap relief, so it's just cash back in Ursay's pocket. It is, but they but they end up they they put that money into Andrew Luck's pocket. True, expected him to play into his mid thirties, and and he, they're not getting anywhere close to that now. They're not getting anywhere close to that investment. So people are making a big deal about him walking away from what he's walking away from. Well, that's that's a Andrew Luck decision that affects Andrew Luck and his future, his family's future. The decision to walk away from an organization affects everybody in that organization, and it affects. Every single person that puts on that helmet and every team, every person that roots for that team and the NFL. And think about the sponsors. Think about the endorsements that Andrew Luck has, the people that have pumped a bunch of money into his pocket to have him be the stand-up guy and be the franchise guy for the Colts for the next how many years. He's made a lot of money from a lot of people. And to walk away at this point with this situation, he's got a, he's got a lower leg injury. And, and, and that, that's not enough to justify walking away, in my opinion, at this time. Heck, you know, use me as an example in this one. I, I had eight, 19 surgeries over the course of my career. Right. I had eight over a two-year period after the seasons when I was a quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, my, my Pro Bowl year after that year and the following year after that, I had a total of eight surgeries postseason over those two years. Rehab sucks. It's terrible. It's a grind. <laughs> you don't know if you're ever going to come back. But you got to get through it because you owe it to the people that are playing beside you, the people that are counting on you, and the people that are paying you, quite frankly. All right. So using yourself as an example, and you know Andrew Luck a little bit, but you're not best buddies, so you're not going to give me a hands-on psychologist's analysis here. But from afar, do you believe Andrew Luck is walking away more because of either physical pain he's in now or worry about the pain he's going to have going forward, or do you think it's more a mental thing that he just can't wrap his head around it, that he doesn't think he's capable of doing what he needs to do mentally to be prepped to be Andrew Luck-like on the field of play? 
you know, I, I don't think any of us can really comment on that. Uh, and, and there's a lot of factors. And, and I'm not saying that Andrew Luck has to play another five years. I'm saying that the timing of this decision going into the season right now is absolutely horrific from the standpoint of what the Colts are going to have to deal with and that that locker room is going to have to deal with now. Everybody's going to be – this is going to be an issue for them now for the whole first half of the season and, and until it's determined that he's definitely not coming back. He should have made the decision to give himself a break, to think about it, get away from it, and get through this season. And you don't make a magnitude, a decision of this magnitude before the season like this. You do it after the season. You get through. You try to see if you can get yourself healthy. You can get your mind right. And if you can help your team win that Super Bowl, they've pumped so much money to you for and, and your teammates. That team is built to win right now with him as the quarterback. And he's just letting so many people down by walking away right now. I just think you can't justify doing it before the season starts. You do it after the season. All right, last question. We'll make it easy for you. Put your uh, football analyst helmet back on here. Is Jacoby Brissett with that team, knowing that he was supposed to be the backup, but thrown into the lurch here with one week of preseason to get ready for the 18-game regular season? They were a playoff team last year, and people think that they're a playoff team on paper going into this season. But that was with Andrew Luck, a quarterback. Is Jacoby Brissett good enough to take the Colts to the playoffs this year? Well, first off, you know, they've been preparing for him to be the starting quarterback the whole preseason. And, and Andrew True. Luck was good not point. a lock to be ready for – he was not a lock to be ready for week one. So they were probably planning on, hey, listen, you might be our guy going into the season. So uh, the team, I'm sure, is very comfortable with that possibility. Uh, everybody is, and Jacoby is as well. He didn't realize – he was going to get the opportunity that he's going to get right now because of this situation. But I don't think it's going to phase anybody as far as them now prepping for the season. It's a matter of what's behind Jacoby Brissett. If something happens to him, uh, they can't get that in place now. Obviously, it's going to be very hard to 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 make up for uh, what they have as their number three guy right now. Is that a legitimate guy that can be backup if something happens to Brissett? I don't know. Uh, but the, the, the question that you asked is about whether Jacoby Brissett is Good enough? Well, I think that team loves Jacoby Brissett. The coaches love him. They talk about his leadership ability. They talk about what he brings to the table from that capacity. He is a good athlete. He is a serviceable quarterback. I think he can win football games. But I don't. if, if we think that he can take him as far as Andrew Luck could, we're, we're, that's a pipe dream. Nobody, nobody believes that in the NFL. Uh, anything is possible, obviously, as far as if a team gets hot and starts winning. Uh, you, do you need a quarterback to be – carrying the team on his shoulders? No, you don't. Uh, but I would be very surprised if Jacoby Brissett can do a job equivalent to what we would expect out of Andrew Andrew Luck. All right. Who are you doing uh, Monday morning quarterback with this year? Who are your cohorts again this season? Well, of course, we got the, the legendary Adam Shine as the host. Right. He's, uh, he's the one that uh, pumps that show, and he's the motor. And then it's Rich Gannon and Trent Green along with myself. So, uh, we're the four regulars, and uh, every once in a while we'll bring in a guest. And uh, it's always a great show on Monday evenings, so, though. We we give a pretty unique perspective on on things from the quarterback's perspective. You do a good job, and I'm just guessing that you'll be talking about Andrew Luck at some point. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it just might come up. It, it might, might pop up, up as yes. a topic. Yes, Steve. Great stuff. Appreciate you coming on today. Thanks, Bud. We'll talk to you in a year. You 
got it. Take care. Thanks. My pleasure. Steve Berline, uh, former NFL quarterback, uh, only 17 years in the league. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.